This is Rabbi Aaron Boxed from Temple Beth Shalom in Ocala, Florida. You know, I really want my podcast to uh, to get a or to apply to a, a wide audience. I, I don't want to have the same age people every week um, experiencing my podcast. I want uh, people of all ages and all places in life and all cultures and religions and whatever to be able to in some way connect to this podcast. So I thought this week I would I would discuss something a little bit different than what I've discussed in previous weeks. And that is uh, death. And what I mean is I don't want to talk about heaven and hell and what happens after we die. That's a whole different podcast. That's a whole different uh, topic. But what I want to talk about this morning is how we approach members of our family who are either dying or at the end of their life, uh, who are sick or um, um, people who, you know, have a sudden heart attack and pass away quickly, uh, you know, and in, in maybe we didn't even expect it. Um, and I, I want to talk a little bit about what my role is in this situation. So as a rabbi, as you can imagine, I have officiated at, at a, a large number of funerals. Um, and I have officiated at funerals for people that I knew extremely well, um, uh, family members of, of close friends or co- congregants that I've known really, really well. And I've also officiated at funerals for people that I didn't know at all. Um, maybe I, I just met their family because they were connected to me for some, by, by an organization, uh, and I really had no relationship with them whatsoever. I approach all of these funerals the same way. I'm not a renter rabbi. I don't like to be someone who, you know, just comes in last minute and wham, bam, thank you, ma'am, and walk out the door and never speak to that family again. I, I often joke with my with my congregants and with people that I've just met maybe recently to say that I'm like a bad fungus, that once I, I get in your life, I don't go away. And what I mean by that is if I am a part of your life in a rabbinic sense, I don't want you or anyone to feel like they can't reach out to me or come back to me in the future with questions or comments. And this is for all, all life cycle events, baby namings, weddings, funerals, and so on and so forth. And, um, I officiated at a funeral this past week, uh, of, of someone that I, I did not know. Um, I had, uh, the honor and blessing to spend quite, uh, some time with the wife of the deceased, um, over the last few weeks and, and, and really form a relationship with her and really learned an awful lot about her, her beloved and um, the many um, sort of dynamics, the different dynamics in her, in her family um, uh, and, and the layers of, of, of her husband and his life. And, you know, I felt like when I was at the funeral that I really did know this person, even though I'd never met him. Just listening to the words of the people that loved him and how they spoke about him uh, really connected me not only to the family, but also to him. And 
this is the kind of relationship that I like to build with families when I'm with them at their most vulnerable times, most, most vulnerable of periods in their life. Um, you know, when you're sitting with a family and their loved one is dying, whether I'm at the hospital or I'm at a, uh, uh, in their home, um, I, I'm, I'm doing my best to be uh, present with them in that moment. Um, and whatever that means, whether it's holding their hands, whether it's uh, reaching out and holding the hand of the person who's dying while I pray with them, or just being there and, you know, maybe telling a joke or trying to lighten the mood or just be completely somber. It, it really depends on the family and what their needs of me are. Uh, and I find this to be one of the most sacred things I can do as a rabbi. Um, to be in that moment with these families, it truly is a blessing. Um, it's draining, for sure. Um, but it's one of the reasons why I'm a rabbi. Because I believe it, it, it connects me to, in a way that, to this family in a way that I wouldn't have connected with them otherwise. And I, I really do feel blessed about by this um, because you know when people are are in their most vulnerable of situations in life that's when you get to really see who they truly are um, because they 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 don't hold anything back um, and of course I get asked lots of questions about God and why would God allow this or why would God allow that you know, what is, where does God fit in the picture? And, and ultimately, at the end of the day, that's not a question that I approach, that I try to answer with them. You know, I'm happy to talk with them about God at a different time. But in those moments, my job, my essence of being at that point is really just to provide comfort for them. To provide someone or something that's not, as we say in the CPE world, this non-anxious presence, um, which allows me to to sit back and breathe and think about things in a way that they're not able to in that moment or those moments, um, and that's a sacred responsibility. Um, now, this is not to say that that. Every single family mourns the same way. Obviously, families mourn in different ways. And, and ultimately, sometimes we tell lots of jokes and we laugh a lot. And, you know, it isn't until that last moment of life in which we, we turn it, flip a switch, and we become extremely somber in that moment. On the other hand, I've, I've been with families where the person, that the, their beloved that died went out with a laugh because they were telling a joke and, and we were all laughing and the last breath was taken during that laugh. So every situation, every family, every, every person is different. And, you know, it really does allow me to be, it allows me to, to, to bring out different aspects of my personality, of who I am, uh, and what is needed in that moment. And again, I can't say this enough. That's a sacred, sacred responsibility. Um, 
and one that I, 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 it's one of those things that I don't want to be in that moment because that means that I'm with some, with someone or a family in their most difficult of times in life. And I don't wish that upon anybody. But on the other hand, if I don't have those moments with these families, there's, there's something that's missing. You know, I, t I tell people when we say the Kaddish, the Kaddish is not about death or mourning. The Kaddish is about recognizing how important these people were in our lives and thanking God for the opportunity to be with these people in our lives and to have the memories we have with them. And that if we didn't have these memories, if we didn't have these moments in our lives, we wouldn't be crying. We wouldn't be mourning. So mourning is sort of a blessing and a curse at the same time. You know, we don't want to mourn, but on the other hand, if we don't mourn, then we don't get to appreciate all that caused us to be in that moment where we feel the need to mourn. And uh, that's it for this week. I'm, I'm in a, a reflective thinking kind of mood, as you can may have figured out in, 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 in some of the things I've said. And uh, I hope that each of you has a wonderful rest of your day and week. And uh, we'll be back again next week, same time.